In today's episode, we're talking about how to get your coaching clients results, and there's going to be a spin on this, of course. How to get your coaching clients results. Every single time I'm working with a coach who's like, I just, I'm fearful that my clients won't get results. I say two things. A, like, thank you for caring enough for doing this industry a beautiful, beautiful service and gift that you actually care. A lot of coaches don't care. Like, thank you. Thank you for actually caring. Thank you for being an amazing coach because of it. Thank you for being worried about your clients not getting a result. Thank you for wanting to make a difference. That tells me everything I need to know about your inevitable success. I think it's a problem if we don't at some point worry about it or think about it. I'm constantly obsessed by it. Every single month we send out surveys to all of our clients, not fishing for what can be what what is amazing cuz like I know how amazing our programs are, what can be better. 2 weeks ago we sent a survey out, 38 coaches filled it out and it was all a 100% score, meaning it was all good and I was like upset about that. I'm like no no no, let's send that out again. Let's reach out to everyone individually and see what can be better. I constantly want to make the experience better. I constantly want to make sure that the support is there. I constantly want to improve whatever we can improve in our business for our clients and their journeys and their experience. But, and this is a big but, if you're in the coaching space, the selling information space, the info product space, the creating courses space, the wanting to serve and help through coaching or through books, whatever that may be, through speaking, you have to get used to this very, very quickly. You got to get over it. The quicker you get over this, the more success you'll see, the more hungry you'll be, the better marketing you'll create, the more clients you'll work with, the more impact you'll make, the more money you'll make, the more everything. And and you've, you've got to come to terms with the fact that a lot of your clients will never use your product, your service, your book, your speaking, your mastermind, your coaching program to its full potential. If anything, they'll leave the shrink wrap on it. It'll stay in the box. Not many people talk about this because they don't want to talk about it. They're like, yeah, our clients get results. Of course they do. Like those who actually use it will, if you actually care and you constantly improve. And that that, that involves your, that includes your skill set, of course. I'm constantly being like, how can we all, we have a beautiful coaching team. I think we've assembled one of the world's greatest coaching teams. Like on actually. Performance coach. We have a guardian angel, LOA coach. We have sales marketing coaching. We have energetics and mindset and a lot of stuff around money coaching and a lot of that stuff comes from me. I just love coaching on that. Our clients get the full holistic 360 approach and we're constantly asking ourselves, how can we be better coaches? And in our weaknesses, every coach has a weakness. Not every, There's no perfect coaches. How can we bring someone else on the team who can fill in that weakness? So our clients can get a better experience and not be super reliant on just one coach. Because that coach has flaws. I have flaws as well. Which is why we want a well-rounded team. 
And still, and still, we have clients who don't use it. It boggled my mind. Like a year ago, we had a client who paid in full. They signed up. We never heard from them. We sent out multiple emails just being like, hey, like, haven't seen you. Like, I was concerned. Like, I was actually being like, is this person okay? And I saw them post on Facebook here and there. I was like, well, they must be okay. And then a year later, they were like, yeah, I just never really used it. And I was like, wow, that's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But get this, it's not your responsibility. It's not your burden to carry. It's not your problem. And if we have some weirdness that comes up for that, we can think of any product, any service. I think about books. I'm like, we live in an information age where I don't know how many books are sold, probably a lot. And how many people never get past the first chapter? I I don't know what the stat would be, but it's probably, I'm guessing it's huge. Like 80% of books are never read. Does that author like fly to your house and like check in on you, make sure you're reading it, and if not, like give you a refund or feel bad about it? No. They wrote the book. It was put into your hands, you bought it, and whether you use it or not is your responsibility, not the author's. I think of speakers, they sell their tickets, the event's coming up, I'm sure that there's you know 10% no-shows or 5% of people just never show up, another 40-50% of people take an extended lunch and show up late after lunch, and then probably 80 or 90% of people never do anything with it. Does the speaker call every single person in the audience three, four weeks later, be like, hey, are you using it? Are you applying it? Oh, you didn't use anything? Oh my God, like here's a refund. I feel so terrible about this. Or to everyone who didn't show up, go home to home and be like, here's a refund. No. I open the door, here's the opportunity. You either step through it or you don't. I think of like the garages I'm, I'm fairly minimalistic. Like, if I don't use something for more than six months, it's being donated or thrown away or given away. I, I do a purge every six months, but how many garages or how many people's houses are full of stuff that's still in the box? Maybe they bought a camera. Maybe they bought a mic. Maybe they bought, you know, some kind of fan or an air conditioner. Maybe they bought... I don't know, a shed for the backyard. Maybe they bought a playground. It's just tools. It never got used, ever. Three years later, it's still sitting there. Is the manufacturer of the product going to stress out about it? No. The problems, the, 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 the item, the service served and solved a problem. It was purchased and then it was never used. I, I invite you to not live in fear of your clients failing and not getting results. You can't control that because you can't control the person on the other side. You can influence it. You can, like I said, continuously improve it. This is not an excuse to not care. The fact you're here and you're still listening means you deeply care. Beautiful. Do your part. And let your clients do theirs. And if they choose not to step up into it, it's okay. That's on them, not you. As long as you're constantly seeking out, how can I improve the experience? You're fine. I see a lot of coaches weighed down by assuming that responsibility. And they never 
market or put themselves out there or get the people they want filled in the programs to the level I know they could because it's a subconscious block. It's a subconscious fear of I'm responsible for my clients. You're not. You're not. You're responsible of giving them everything they need, every opportunity, every resource of creating a beautiful experience of ensuring that they have what they need to succeed and then it is on them. It is 100% off you. Now, every time a client, and I do suggest this, if a client doesn't get a result or if they leave or if they don't continue, I love to assume the responsibility of, hey, I'm going to make sure I get all the information I need in case there is something I can improve. Maybe the resources can be laid out a little bit better. Like, is that really a big deal? No. But I mean, two years ago, I was told that, hey, some of your resources are a little bit confusing. And I was like, great, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to improve it because I want to give my clients every chance I can at success. I'm like obsessed with that. Every six months, we revamp almost everything, which is why our prices are always going up too. We're bringing a new coach on or we're revamping some part of our program or we're including something. Lately, we started including group launch into our Coaches You, which is how to launch and sell out a group coaching program. Because clients were asking, hey, I'm getting one-on-one clients. I want to launch a group program. Great, here we go. Let's improve the program. So I'm not saying this is a reason to throw everything out the window. No. But the responsibility is not yours. They have to pick up the pen. They have to do the work. They have to go out there and apply. Whatever we need to do to let go of that limiting belief, let's do it before we, literally before we jump back into work. Whatever it takes. Whatever your process has to be. Fair? Cool? Got it? Good? Agreed? Disagreed? Let me know. At LucasRubix on Instagram and Facebook and www.lucasrubix.com for the website. The website, you'll find links to way more podcast episodes than this. There's actually, I think we're at like 230 episodes or something. You also find the coaching channel on YouTube. If you enjoy some video and you want some more resources, check that out. And you also find links to the Coaches University. That's just staying to get paid coaching program, meaning we work with you until you make 10K. And, 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 and we have recently started including group launch. That is a group coaching program. Uh, or how to launch a group coaching program, how to launch and sell it out. We include that with the Coaches University. So you can check the details out at www.lucasrubix.com. It is by application only. And I do genuinely believe, and from all the feedback we've been getting, that we've assembled a pretty cool coaching team. Uh, Myself, Sarah, Cecile, Colin, and it's just this beautiful, holistic experience for clients because they're not just getting sales and marketing They're not just getting mindset. They're not just getting energy work. They're getting soul set work. They're getting vision work. They're getting, I want every one of our clients to wake up out of bed inspired and excited for not just business, but life itself. And when that happens, when that clicks, it's like business booms. And so although we're still categorized as like, hey, it's like sales and marketing and build your coaching business. It's like freaking light your life on fire in all the best ways. And if you're interested in investigating more of that, how we do things, or holistic approach to things, then you can, again, check out the details, www.lucasrubix.com. It is by application only, but we'd love to chat with you and make sure it's a good fit. So check that out. And with that said, we'll talk soon.
All right, so as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.